Welcome in to Mozzie and the Muscle. I am the Muscle, joined by my cool, confident, and chill co-host, Mozzie. How you doing? I'm doing all three of those things, man. I'm, I'm chill. I'm, uh, I'm confident in my game picks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think we're both cool. Cool as a cucumber. Yeah, like like that. So, so cool. Which, okay, like, with that, <laughs> all right, cucumbers aren't, like, cooler than any other vegetables, but... Like in temp in temperature or like appearance or taste, but yeah, I mean, I I, I assume it's just for alliteration, yeah. but like, yeah, I mean, they're not, you know, cucumbers are cool. What about not, like, why can't I be cool as a caterpillar or like cool as a cockatoo? I mean, you can be whatever <laughs> you want to be, man. That's the beauty of life, right? Cool as a pool, like that 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 rhymes and it's more accurate. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, anyway, so um, this is a fantasy football. Yes, this is football. Yes, yeah, not as much of a divergence as last week. But um, last week, as we kind of thought, was a little fucky. Uh, game picks. See, you still went ten and four. Nice job. I only went eight and six. We had a couple of disagreement spots that you uh, were victorious on. Overall in the year, you are now sixty-five and twenty-six. I am fifty-nine and thirty-one. Yeah, I feel like we've been doing really good on the game picks this year in general. I'm like, I'm. I've had a good season. Yeah, so yeah, you've far. been balling. Like some of like the like, like the the Rams Niners game that was like a, an impressive call by you, just based on like how the teams had been looking. But in the same vein, like like part of it was that you realized okay, the Rams have been playing well, the NFC you know least. So <laughs> right, yeah, their four wins are against the NFC East, and I was like, yeah. show me a division are rival. Those wins? Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of like the Colts. They haven't really played a real team, but um. <laughs> So this week, um, on the on by, uh, well, I guess we'll start with last week. On by last week, we had Vegas, New Orleans, Chargers, and Seattle. And uh, for this week, we've got Colts, Vikings, Ravens, and Dolphins on by. But um, that's you know you probably know that by now. So uh, <laughs> as far as last week, we had no Thursday night games because we had a, a Tuesday game, which should get moved around from COVID. And then we had uh, said COVID team play Houston in a really close battle here. Uh, we ended up both picking Tennessee and. Um, I mean, it just came down. It came down to overtime. So this was a great game. Yeah, pretty much went exactly as we thought. Houston's run defense is bad. Mm-hmm. Derrick Henry's very good. Uh, Derrick Henry, man, oh my goodness. Yeah, muscle train. He he chewed chewed all over him. He chewed chewed all over that defense. My God, <laughs> it was like, wonderful to watch. It was so entertaining. Yeah, you just like knew like he hadn't had that like a moment this year yet, and you kind of just knew it was coming this game. Oh, yeah, he just, he owned this game. That was wonderful. Uh, Derrick Henry is amazing. Mm-hmm. But on the other side, we had uh, Houston show more life again. They uh, are going to be like a much. It seems more competitive team now because they. Have, like, I would that, say so. They have that Their schedule is back. just insane. Yeah, they have a. They've had like a real shit schedule. Like hardest first three games you can imagine. It hasn't really gotten much easier. Like. <laughs> You know, like, they got Jacksonville. That's the only game that isn't, like, against a top team. Yeah. was Jacksonville. Yeah, Tennessee. Now they've got Green Bay. Like, What is going on? (laughs) Yeah, it sucks. And, like, I guess it worked in the sense of, like, getting Bill O'Brien fired. Because they they did get the Vikings, too, when they lost that. And, and, you know, obviously should have probably been a win. But Mm. probably for the betterment of the franchise, it wasn't. Yeah. Yeah, they get the Jags again. Then they have like Browns, Pats, Lions, Colts, like Bears. Like they, 
they don't have any like they only have like one or two like gimmies at all <laughs> yeah I mean, it gets easier but it's not it's still not easy yeah this is like one of the toughest schedules we've seen in a while i feel like is it watson playing amazing and it's just like it's all for naught yeah they still get good draft picks so no they don't oh that's right they don't have them <laughs> yeah if they end up with the number two pick that means the dolphins end up with the number oh two gosh. pick isn't that that's just great something. i love it i love it <laughs> man oh, Bob, bob's gonna haunt them for a while <laughs> so uh yeah, next up we had Cincinnati at Indy. Um, Indy barely pulled this out, which I know we both picked Indy, but I was like honestly just hoping they'd lose after Cincinnati really got up on them. Oh, yeah, definitely. It was like 21 nothing. Uh-huh. Joe Burrow's just marching him down the field. That was, I mean, that was great to watch. But yeah. Indy does have like the all-around more complete roster in most facets. Yeah, their team is like, imagine if Burrow was on the Colts and it like, how much better the Colts would be with Burrow and how much, like, probably worse <laughs> the Bengals would be with the Rivers. <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh, yeah, but... Um, they beat the Jets. <laughs> yeah, really. Oh, God. Yeah, one... Uh, well, like, with the O-line that bad, like, Rivers would just be in so much trouble. Yeah. On the Bengals' side, we finally had an AJ Green sighting. Um, yeah. He popped up. Yeah, all the targets and air yards finally turned into actual yards. Uh, no touchdowns yet. It was all rushing touchdowns for Cincy here. And uh, T. Higgins is is balling out like we, we kind of thought Rose might get the best of him he's T Higgins has been crazy good this year it's right. it's awesome just, I dude the rookie wide receiver yeah, just class. more just from this nuts. rookie class dude holy shit yeah <laughs> like meanwhile Justin the Jack rookie running there. backs do uh, pretty much it's like Jonathan Taylor and CEH of the rookie running backs yeah and even they're like not you know overwhelmingly right winning us over like yeah we had deandre swift look really good last week but we've not gotten to see much dobbins or acres really i mean james robinson's looked good um joshua kelly's had some moments but he's he looked pretty rough uh this past week but yeah yeah, so on the other side yeah uh jonathan taylor so he only got 12 carries so it's hard to like bash it for the 60 yards because it's a good average um they weren't really in a position to run i think if because, like, if they had been, I think this is a great game for him, but they obviously got down three scores, so it made it kind of tough. Um, which, yeah. I, in a game that the Phillip Rivers passes 44 times, you're kind of surprised they win. <laughs> um, yeah, it was, a lot, like, a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was, it, it was the tight ends all day here. And then also some guy named uh, Marcus Johnson. Mm. But, yeah, Jonathan Taylor is getting involved in the passing game, too. So at least seems like when they're behind, he'll get looks there. But for me, the biggest thing is just, like, the, like, statistical production death of ty hilton in this offense like, did he do anything last week no he got five targets but one catch for 11 yards like oh i i blame rivers more i think i don't know about you but he just still doesn't have a touchdown this season no yeah i mean he's, he's got like nothing going this year it's tough like he's probably like i don't i hate to say he's droppable but like as long as philip rivers is the quarterback like you can't start ty hilton Yep, that's what it looks like. Like, it's going to be all tight ends and running backs, which makes sense because, like, you know, Doyle and Burton are fine. That was the most, we like Moe Cox a lot, and then they have great running backs. But, yeah, Phillip Rivers passing for close to 400 yards tells you a lot about the uh, Bengals defense. Yeah, it does. It really does because he's, um, he's not playing his best football. Nah, yeah, this was uh... – just an it's an overmatched team here in Cincy, but um, 
Next up, we saw Minnesota looked totally overmatched by Atlanta. Um, Whoa. We were... I was kind of shocked just because we were kind of talking about how the game would go with Atlanta losing to Quinn. Like, what, how would they react? I thought they would maybe, like, kind of bottle up just because, like, they like Dan Quinn. Like, if you, usually if you like the coach... Well, not usually, but, like, usually when a team does well and a coach is gone, it's because, like, the coach was terrible and they hated him. Like, this team played as well for Dan Quinn, like, or had played well for Dan Quinn, and they... By all accounts, liked him, so I wasn't sure how they play, but they looked really good. Um, they looked super good. Yeah, I guess it's kind of a thing where they well, they obviously pumpkins Kirk Cousins, and then the Minnesota pasty is terrible, and that's really where Atlanta thrives. So we maybe should have seen yeah. that coming more. But I mean, I thought it was just going to be high scoring on both fronts. Yeah, I didn't think that like Minnesota would just do nothing for a while. And then, like, Cousins hit Jefferson twice in the mm-hmm. game on but, big plays. But then other than that, that was that was all of the offense. Yeah, and that was pretty much, I mean, Atlanta got up 23-0 before the Minnesota did anything. Yep. So. Definitely, like, this one and the next one are the two games this week I just did not see coming. Because, mm-hmm. like, with New England, there was some reason, but Minnesota shouldn't be playing this poorly. I know. I mean, they're playing really badly. Mm. <laughs> like, like, maybe they just miss digs that much. I don't know. But this offense is struggle busting. And yeah, I mean, they sent away all their defense because of cap room hit, mm. and it it's showing. Yeah, like they got Ngakwe in, but that hasn't really mattered. Apparently, um, yeah, like not when both of your corners are like rookies. Yeah, no, but at least at least Julio's healthy, so it's good. Yeah, and he got you know all of his touchdown regression. He does that usually. Yeah, one game, he'll get <laughs> all game. Yeah, we had a Hayden Hurst study, which hit most of this stuff was on like the last touchdown of the game, I think. But um, <clears throat> yeah, Julio, I, I was I was watching some like replays of stuff because I didn't get to watch much actively because um, I was at a wedding. So I uh, saw the Julio touchdown where Matt Ryan like lobs it over and Julio catches it and just like runs at the end zone and kind of like manhandles someone before scoring. I'm like, oh yeah, this is what I love to see from Julio. This is the Julio I love. He's a big man. Yeah, but next up we had uh, Denver at New England, which this was kind of, this was surprising, but kind of looking back where New England didn't really get to practice much. I feel like that probably plays a large role in it. I, I would agree with that. They, I, they, I mean, they looked like garbage and they looked like a team that hadn't practiced. Yeah. And like, week, which they hadn't because of COVID. <laughs> Yeah, and then, like, I mean, maybe Cam was rusty, which, I mean, he didn't look great. Um, Denver had a good game plan, too, so got to give them some credit just because, like, we had kind of talked about their defense being one to maybe pick on, but they just thoroughly outplayed the Pats here, and you kind of saw the Pats' lack of weapons come into play here, I think, too. <laughs> like, Yeah. Demir yeah, Bird's not, like... Yeah. Yeah, Demir Bird's their third receiver, which isn't good, and then Nikhil Harry, like... He's not good, right? Like, I don't... <laughs> right, he hasn't really... Like, unless he gets a lot better or there's something we don't know, but, like, he hasn't been good. <laughs> like, He still needs to take, like, a big step forward. Yeah, it's not ideal. Like, at least Cam will, like... Cam has had his type of receiver before, a lot like Kelvin Benjamin and Devin Funches, so he can, like, at least work with it. He knows what to do there, but, I mean, there's, like, there's no one really good to throw to. Like, you gotta think maybe they... Like, do they try to get Njoku? Do they try to get a receiver somewhere else? Like, maybe even Jameson Crowder. Like, I doubt they, you know, that the Jets would trade the Pats, but. Yeah. I mean, you, 
at this point, I think the Jets would trade with anyone. <laughs> I mean, but yeah, New England, it's it was it was rough. No one really looked good. So, um, who do they get this week? San Fran. Okay, that'll be a good game. I think they'll. I think both teams will bring their A game. So, yeah, I think we'll see a bounce back from them. Yeah, and with with some of the injuries the Niners have, I think we'll see kind of a nice cam running day but we'll, we'll get that we'll get there um <laughs> next we have washington at the giants um i mean this one technically went down to the wire it did i mean not that the wire was like excited at all it was like a dead wire that was really already cut but <laughs> they went for two right you yeah they, they washington went for two at the end to try to play and like I mean, yeah and yeah lost, so i mean i'm cool with it <laughs> no yeah it's whatever i mean kyle allen's kyle allen he in okay, so the as the team is now, Kyle Allen gives them a better chance than Dwayne Haskins, I think maybe, probably. But like, this is the rant of like, I don't know how to put it. Like, are you a good coach if you can't work with what you've got? Like, I mean, I know they've got Kyle Allen, but I feel like just giving up on Dwayne Haskins like they are is like, unless he is just trash, which. Like he's not he's not been great, but the team is also fucking hot garbage. Like, how do you expect some guy who's like barely played football? Like, he was already very young and like very like green coming out, and then you put him on this trash ass team and expect him to like play a new offense his second year and look good against like the Ravens? Really? You think like the Ravens like are gonna like give him any easy time? Like, true. So. And I feel like, I mean, putting Kyle Allen in is, I don't know if it's like to galvanize the team, but if I'm Washington, I'm like, what the fuck are we doing? Well, he thinks that it gives them the best chance to win the division because they're only a game out. You know, they get a win and they are winning the division. So at this point, like, if you're Washington, do you try to, like, get Fitzpatrick? If you actually, like, want to win, quote unquote. They should do I mean, but they need so many things on the offense. Like, it's just, even if you could win the division, like, what's the point? Yeah. <laughs> like, this like, team is bad. You're not going to do anything in the playoffs. You are you have one good receiver. Like, if, if your pass teams... rush is great, but, like, it's clearly not a complete team yeah. offensively. Yeah, they need a quarterback and, like, at least, like, half an O-line. Because, like, if they could get a lead, they'd be a really good team, but they can't get a lead. Right. They need some O line pieces. They need a quarterback. They need some cornerbacks. Yeah. Um, but you know, I mean, like their D line and their linebackers are great, and they've got a a really good wide receiver. So, like they're on the way, but they might. I I don't know. I mean, part of me thinks you you might as well just keep Haskins in to see if he can develop and grow. But if uh, there are a lot of you know character concern rumors about. Dwayne Haskins right yeah, now. Yeah, that's like one of the things we don't know. Like, is exactly how much how much of a factor is that? Because there's we, we there's only so much we can get from the outside. Like, maybe it is an issue. I don't know, but right. Like, is it just rumors, or is there actually something to it? And that's really why they benched him. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see. So. Yep. <laughs> Which so it kind of makes me we talk about Washington with character concerns and like young players. I remember with Darius guys coming out, there was like a lot uh, of like things about character concern. And like, obviously we found out more later, but like at the time it was just like random stuff. But obviously, you know, we found out more. I don't, I'm not saying Haskins like did anything like bad like that. I'm just saying right. it's like Washington clearly like 
staff ownership in general has a very poor uh, character evaluation track record. <laughs> so yeah, that tracks. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, like if they had the position to take Trevor Lawrence, they would take Trevor Lawrence. But they've got the Jets to contend with there. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And then the Giants looked uninspiring. If anything, the defense is kind of playing well, but they're they're improving. Leonard Williams actually looks solid for them. Um, I don't know. Their defense is playing better than they have been. Like they've been getting better mm-hmm. and better each week, which yeah. is good. Their offense is just so vanilla, gross. Like, it really is. It's like a very artificial vanilla that you don't like. Like <laughs> right, like that ice cream at the store you never buy because it's the generic vanilla brand. And you're yeah. just like, why would I buy? Great that? value, vanilla. That's really what this offense is. All right, but, 99 cents a gallon. Yeah, we spent enough time on this game. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> Baltimore, Philly. We both picked Baltimore. Um, so it was funny. We were texting about this game. And one of my mm-hmm. things was, Baltimore doesn't let teams back in like the Steelers do. And I was totally wrong because they definitely let Philly back in this. And Philly had a chance to like tie it at the end. Um, yeah. Baltimore got way ahead. And then Philly like... Philly started trying, and then Baltimore stopped trying. Like, I don't know how much of which was which, but... I did text you and tell you that I thought Philly matched up well with them. You did, and that I... it would be closer than people thought. Mm. Like, you know, Miles My- Sanders and Ertz both got hurt in this game, too. Yep. So that... Which puts the uh, Eagles, for the record now, at their t- at uh, Jason Kelsey and Carson Wentz as their healthy starters. Okay. Well, Deshaun Jackson is supposedly going to be back this week. <laughs> That's that that would make it three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, this team is just decimated. It's so rough. Like I feel bad for once. I've said it. Like has he played well? Sometimes, yeah. Like he he played well some games. Sometimes he has lapses. But like it's so rough. This team, like injury wise, man, and the fact that they have a chance is absurd. Like to win the division. I know. Like the fact they almost beat the Ravens with what they've got. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think the the Wentz hate is really unjustified. Mm-hmm. I agree. I don't. I did tell you, though, that Nick Boyle was going to score, and that was pretty yeah. funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's only here that Baltimore said. You saw Nick Boyle score. Well, you literally, like, said that was going to happen. We saw that, and then with Miami, we saw, like, Shaheen and Durham Smythe score. Like, oh, my God, yeah. Score. I said everyone on the Dolphins is going to score. Shaheen, you know, the, the second tight end. <laughs> yeah. The third tight end. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, we also saw um, – Miles Sanders break off a bigger run, even though he didn't get the touchdown. He broke up another big run before going out. Uh, and Travis Fulgham had an appearance again. But uh, on the Ravens' side, um, Lamar didn't have to do much passing just because they got to run 37 times this game. <laughs> um, right. Yeah, Mark Ingram exited briefly. I don't know what the injury was, but they get a bye this week, so hopefully he gets healthy um, at the at the other side of that bye. But Lamar Jackson broke off a big touchdown run. Um, he had a great <laughs> he had that like fantasy day you're looking for on the ground of you know the hundred plus yards and a touchdown. That oh won. yeah. But um, yeah, this is one of those games where they not that they won handily, but they got so ahead to start that like they just had to just not drastically fuck up. And so and I, it worked. Even, yeah, even though Philly like came back, I never thought they were gonna like win. I don't know. If, I mean, if they had pushed the overtime, that's what it would have come to, right? If they had gotten the two-point. I don't yeah. think there was a lot of time left after that. Yeah, there were, there were like two minutes left, but it was like 155 left, so it was after the two-minute warning, so Baltimore had to like work their way down, which maybe they do, and it's just fine. But Right. They probably still win, but yeah, it was closer. Closer mm-hmm. than uh, people anticipated. Yeah, I think Baltimore is going to get a 
bit of a wake up during the bye because they've got the Steelers after their bye. So yeah, man, that's going to be a bananas game. Yeah, I feel like with some of how they played, like with the Chiefs game, and then at the end of this game, Harbaugh's going to kind of get into him a bit. But get uh, it. Yeah. Next up, we had Cleveland at Pittsburgh, which I think we both felt like as as the week went on, we're like. This is going to be pretty rough, huh? <laughs> like, Yeah, yeah. It started out with like, oh, you know, Cleveland has a shot here. And then like as the week went on, we're like, oh, no, no, mm-hmm. no, this is not a good matchup for them. Yeah, Pittsburgh really whopped them. I mean, Pittsburgh's run <laughs> D is absurd, and this is a team that needs to run. So Exactly. Like they have the best run defense. They're playing a team that's offense runs through the ground game. Yeah, Baker came in hurt with like the rib thing. Like it was not a good situation. I mean, we saw that pick six early on. That's just, you just kind of knew, like, okay, this game is in the toilet. <laughs> yeah, it's a toast. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Cleveland. We'll get them next time. Yeah, they all looked bad. <laughs> I mean, it was like over the second it started. Pretty much. It was it was tough. I mean, we got more Chase Claypool. Um, we thought Juju would do well based on how the Browns have been allowing points to the slot, but there was nothing there for Juju. I don't know how much it was. So I got to watch some of this game, but like, they didn't really need to forced the ball to Juju really like they ran 37 times past 22 times like yep there will be better days for him I'm not like worried yeah I think Juju is fine on the season but it was disappointing that he didn't do much in this matchup but it was also disappointing you know the Browns yeah (laughs) the Browns are disappointing (laughs) yeah like what this definitely more useful in the competitive game Uh uh-huh with the Steelers like there are going to be some games like that where they get really ahead and then also, like, games where they've got a lot of weapons. They've got Claypool, James Washington. I mean, Dante Johnson, when he comes back, like, James Conner's good. I mean, they've got a lot of talented players on offense. So sometimes that, you know, is benefits you with wide open looks, and sometimes it's a, you know, downside where you don't get the ball enough. So There's more pie eaters than pie available, you know. Yeah, and Chase Claypool loves pie. He loves pie. <laughs> Probably, you know, maple pie, right? <laughs> that sounds good. <laughs> Dude, yeah, like maple really maple glazed like apple pie or yeah, something you could, i mean because like i'm thinking about like pecan pie like okay could, yeah because usually you use like careless syrup but you could probably use like some maple syrup too i bet absolutely dude so that sounds outstanding yeah but um on the cleveland side real quick baker is like he has not improved like at all i feel like yeah that was a pretty rough game for him yeah like i know that tapone is tough but like i mean you got you got to you know, you're, you're supposed to do well against tough opponents. Like, because, like, the Ravens and Steelers have boat raced them. Yeah. They've looked good in other games, but it's also been Bengals, Washington, Cowboys, Colts. Like, it's not, there's a stark difference between those four teams and then Ravens, Steelers. Yeah. I mean, at this point, you need them to be competitive in these kind of games, not, oh, well, they're going to lose this one. But they'll yeah. beat the easy teams because that. I mean, if you're nine and seven with that mentality, you're not going to do well in the playoffs ever. Yeah, like the team wins when they can hide Baker. <laughs> Baker right. hasn't improved since his rookie year. Wink. At least that's my opinion. But not um, a whole lot. Yeah, we've seen like you know Jalen and Lamar improve a lot, but yep. Although I mean, Sam Darnold's had no room. You know, he's had no chance to. Improve. I, I know we're still evaluating Sam Darnold. Yeah, and then Rosen's that. Yeah. That's, that's I, I, like I think if you switch Darnold and Baker's positions and you and Darnold had the weapons that Baker had, he would be doing a lot better. Yeah, I agree. So <laughs> yeah, that's just my take. I don't, and I, you know, I, I came into the draft saying that I didn't want Sam Darnold. 
I thought that he was a Browns bust, quote unquote. But the Browns didn't take him, so <laughs> yeah, we never got that reality. <laughs> Um, but next up, we got Chicago at Carolina. We both picked Chicago, even though we really didn't want to. Um, exactly. Yeah. So um, I'll have to pull. How did I, I need to pull up a Rob stat line? We didn't get a whole lot of Robbie this game, but um, the he other, did fine though. Yeah, the other Rob, Allen Robinson, is just getting a ton of targets. Didn't come up to a huge fancy game, but he got nine targets again. Nine. He hasn't gotten less than nine targets this year, actually, in a game. Wow. Which is nuts. He probably does he even he might leave leading targets. I don't know. But with Foles, when when did Foles come in at the end of the Atlanta game, right? Yes. Yeah. So yeah, it was against Atlanta. Yeah. So weeks one and two, nine targets. And week three, he had thirteen targets. And then he had ten in week four, sixteen against Tampa, and then nine right. this past week. Like Nick Foles is just like forcing in the ball, which you love because he's by far their best player. So right. But um, yeah. The, but yeah, the uh, matchup wasn't great. Just yeah. in general, like their defense just turned Brady sideways, and they're playing a worse O line than Tampa. Like, yeah, like with with Carolina side, so yeah, like for sure. As far as like Carolina's matchup goes, yeah, there wasn't much Mike Davis here. Um, we got more. We got a little more DJ Moore. Um, he got eleven targets, which maybe against like teams that pressure them more, we'll see that more, or like it might just happen more as we go through the year. Because I mean, obviously, offenses as they learn to gel and mesh, things kind of settle out. We saw more kind of a slower start to the year, but he's picking up a little bit the last two games. And we know how good he is, too. Yeah, for sure. I mean, they're fun. Carolina's fun. But this yeah. was not a good matchup for them. We want to pick Chicago to lose. Like, that's, like we want to because we they're plus 12-point differential and they're 5-1. and one. Like, they're not a great team. <laughs> they're not a good – like, their so offense is funny. not that good. But their schedule just keeps coming out. We're like, well, we have to take the Bears here because this fits their kind of win. I love looking at point <laughs> differential and seeing where, like, shit is whack. And that's, that's <laughs> so bonkers. The Bills are actually uh, minus 12 and they're 4-2. and two. Well, yeah, because they got, you know. Yeah, they've had a couple of the, That Titans game might trigger PTSD for them. Yeah. That was. So I've, I've got a fun, well, not maybe not fun for you, a funny, funny, sad thing. What do you Uh-oh. think the Jets point differential is? Um. Well, they've lost by double digits, right? Every single week, right? Yes. Okay. Um, And they so. have lost five games or six games? They've, they're own six. Oh, and six. oh, no, okay. they lost by single digits to the Broncos. Oh, wow. And then, uh, okay. so, the Jacksonville is second worst, and they're minus 56. Oh, dude, the Jets are going to, are like minus, like, 80, 90 plus, it's, 100 even. It's, yeah, it's almost double. It's minus 110. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they have, like, the worst offense I think I've ever seen on a yeah. national They're losing team. by more than 18 points a game on average. They're very clearly tanking yes. at this at this point. But that's the thing is, like, they weren't trying to at the beginning. They're just bad and like, oh, man, look, we're tanking. Look, that's why we're bad. Like, no, like, they're just bad. And they're just going with the tank now. Yeah, it's it's, it's it cracks me up looking at some of these divisions. Like, the, uh, the NFC West, they're all positive. So, yeah, I bet they're all in the plus, aren't they? Yeah, I'm, I'm adding them up right now. Um, they're a total of plus one forty four across the division. Like they're all they're all the positives. That's insane. Now what's the NFC East? They're yep, all negative, I'm literally right? doing that now. Yep, they're all negative. Um, they're collectively minus one eighty four. 
Wee. God, that MC East is so bad. Man, it is. It really is, huh? But um, anyway. we're gonna have like a six. I don't even know what like a, a six win team in the yeah because we had we had seattle as a seven win team we'll come and actually win a game against the saints because you know the beast quake but um yeah this they might have like one of the worst records ever in the playoffs in that division it's hilarious um i'm glad i'm glad they expanded it to seven teams because like a team that would get screwed out of the playoffs because like a shit team gets in is gonna still make it in right probably you know a third uh, <laughs> nfc west team so, oh man so yeah. bad uh-huh Speaking of so bad, uh, Jacksonville hosted Detroit last week, and uh, Detroit handily won. Which, when Detroit handily beats you, that's a pretty bad sign. Yeah, I mean, they believe it or not, did the things they were supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, DeAndre Swift ran rampant on this team. Uh, Jacksonville's run D is just atrocious. Um, I, I believe they're, they've been without Miles Jack. Right, I can't remember what his injury is exactly. Correct. So, I mean, without him, who? He's studly. No, he no, he was in last game. Never mind. He was just. I thought he matter. was out last game. Really? No, he missed Houston game, but he played versus Detroit. I didn't realize he was in. But um, I think, I think they missed Josh Allen. Let me check. Yeah, the other the other Josh Allen. Yeah, yeah, he was out. See, I thought he played last game. Now, did he I, get hurt and during the game? No, he he just didn't play. I I mixed those two up a lot. I feel like just because they're the only two decent defensive players that the Jacks have. <laughs> uh, C.J. Henderson's decent for a rookie. That's it. Yeah, he's in a tough spot though with how just rough right. the team is in general. So yeah, on the on the Jacksonville side, um, we saw Keelan Cole have a really big day. Um, but for what it's worth, Chark did get fourteen targets. It just didn't run out too much. Somehow. Yeah, but you would think fourteen targets against the Lions would be a pretty yeah. Day. <laughs> but that's reassuring if you're like upset about his game. Like he got fourteen <laughs> targets still. But yeah, Keelan Cole got nine targets and he. I mean, he's. I have a soft spot for him. I I love him. He was really good um, early in his career, and I like a kind of down down slope, but he's picking it back up lately. Um, yeah, line side did DeAndre Swift, man. Oh, we've been waiting for right. it. It made sense without what Mixon did the previous week to Jacksonville. Yeah, and it made the most sense as sort of the receiving back to you know be very very open because yeah. their linebackers are no bueno there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which the the great thing we saw with. Swift was he got like a one yard and a uh, six yard run like touchdown runs like they gave him some like goal line looks so yeah he was in the, in the red zone too mm-hmm. yeah he got I was like nice... Matt Patricia what are you doing this is <laughs> no it's for had to <laughs> but yeah, he got a nice chunk run as well um he just just looked a lot better than AP and of course we saw Galladay do his thing and draw a PI on I think I think he drew a PI on a would be touchdown I think that's what set up the DeAndre Swift run I can check. Or maybe the AP mm-hmm. run, yeah, yeah. Set up the AP uh, touchdown run. Hmm. So Kenny Galladay, and he's not scoring touchdowns. He's drowning pass interference on would be touchdowns. He still had like a hundred yards. Yeah, too. dude, he's he, so fucking that good. That catch he had where he jumped. He, I mean, he mossed the <laughs> defender. Yeah, I, did, I fucking him. love Kenny Galladay. He's so good. He's fun. I love Kenny, man. <laughs> Can do no wrong. Yeah, and then. Jacksonville's looking more like the team we thought they'd be, so yeah. Yeah, um, they're starting to fall apart there. I mean, they're definitely in the tank for Trevor conversation. Yeah, they are trying to, but the Jets are But they won harder. a game. They messed up. Yeah, they beat the Colts week one. They really fucked up because the Jets are probably not going to win a game this year after especially getting shut out by Miami, which Miami's been playing well, but getting shut out is a bad time. Um, I mean, this was obviously like a Miami win spot, but... Yeah. 
I mean, we knew they were going to kill them. Yeah. So Fitz was going to look 25 again throwing against them. Don't take anyone on the Jets offense. Like, don't take LaMichael P. Ryan. Obviously, Flacco is going to, like, pair him in more, so that's going to hurt into Crowder. Yeah, Crowder been playing well. He still got 13 targets, but didn't amount to a whole lot. And then you have Par- Perriman sighting, which I I don't think we're going to see last year where Perriman was, like, winning people leagues at the end of the year. But he'll, you know, maybe have some fill-in value just because he'll be getting targets. But, yeah, P. Ryan wasn't involved enough to matter with, you know, Gore being a thing. So. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much went exactly as we thought. And, yeah, I, I mean, I've gone through the schedule. I can't pick the Jets to win a single game. No, yeah, it's reasonable for sure. Um, look at the- there is no game that looks winnable to them. I mean, the Broncos are their best chance with Brett Rippon in. Um, no, no, yeah, no, no, nope. They, nope. I assume they won't win a game. Which it's they would, <laughs> they would definitely be worse than the other zero and sixteen teams. Like, because the Lions, they have the, what the Lions and Browns are the. I mean, the Browns was probably the Browns team was probably worse than the Lions team that was zero sixteen because the Lions team was just like so hilariously like. Curse. Unlucky, yeah. I mean, the Browns had some close games, but the Jets have not been like competitive at all. Aside no, I mean like, they're averaging the nine game. points a game without Darnold. I mean, they're so bad. But yeah, I mean, Bills, no. Chiefs, no. Patriots, no. Char- Chargers and Herbert, no. Dolphins, no. Raiders, no. Seahawks, no. Rams, no. Browns, not. I mean, not how the Browns are playing so far this year, no. Patriots, no. Like, li- like. All of those teams, those are some really good teams. Their schedule is tough. Yeah, the what only, games are they going to luck into? The only way to like get a game is if, like, for some reason, Cam's resting that last game or something. I don't know. That's all I can think of. Otherwise, like, they aren't going to get a win, right? Like, I can't see one. I, I cannot see one in the entire rest of their schedule. Yeah, I'm sorry, man. I mean, so that's why, like, they're probably hanging on to Gase, right? I mean, I guess see, if they want to lose and tank, I assume they hold on to Gase, yeah, and get rid of him at the end of the year. Like, great job, Gase. You're doing exactly what we want. Yeah, I assume they'll, like, bring in a coach to, like, pair with Lawrence. That would make sense. Yeah, I mean, get me Eric Bieniemy and Trevor Lawrence and oh, gosh, all those draft picks that uh, that they accrued for Jamal Adams and the other pieces they're going to trade away, and that's actually a fairly nice – Nice opportunity there next year. Yeah, I'm really curious where BNME lands too. But um, yeah, the Jets are rough, and uh, Miami is going to be starting Tua after the bye, as we kind of talked about a little bit. Um, there was that clip that we were watching, at least I got to watch a small part of about Fitzpatrick be kind of you know obviously bummed about it and how he found out because it got leaked instead of like it got leaked before the organization told him, I guess. Yeah, it's, I mean, it, I mean that just sucks because like someone in the organization fucked up. Yeah, that's a big bummer. Like, and this it's is probably the service to Fitzpatrick for sure. Yeah, like, this is yeah. one of the better teams he's played on. This is probably the best he's played. Like, yeah, his son was like telling him. His son like was getting texts from his friends that his dad had been benched. You know, mm-hmm. like, dude, it's, the coach didn't even have time to tell the team or any of the players. Really, like, it was it was leaked from inside too early, yeah. and that would piss me off a little bit if I was him. He was playing pretty well. Yeah, which. Like if he was, he knew this was coming at some point, but yeah, the way the way it came about is uh, unfortunate. But I I will say I am looking forward to two of them. I mean, they're three and three, doing pretty well. If two is not good, then they really fucked up. Yeah, I assume they feel like two takes them over the hump too. Like, because like they're three and three. Like I don't know if they thought they'd be three and three, but they are. Like they have a shot at the playoffs. Like. 
So, for sure. And I, as much as we love Fitz, obviously, like the, I think maybe like the Seahawks game might have been like a, a thing where like they realized, okay, like if we want to be the top tier team, we need some like a little higher level plays. They probably feel like Tua can do that. And they get the Rams after the bye. So that's not that's not an easy draw. So no, it's, it's probably not. like it's one of the tougher defenses they have left. So that'll be a really good measuring stick of you know how good is Tua? Because like I'll be honest, like if Fitzpatrick was starting, as much as I love him, I definitely wouldn't pick the Dolphins against the Rams there. But like True. depending on how Tua is, like I think he I think he gives them a better chance against the really good teams as long as he's like you know ready and good. Yeah, uh, I'm look. I'm really excited for it. I mean, I think he's going to be good. Yeah, I think like, they made this decision knowing like this guy can play at the same level as Fitz just about already. Yeah, and they probably kind of planned like the bye week thing too, just because of how limited uh, of the off season they had. Which I guess they can kind of go into our like short side discussion about like rookies after buys. I think this year especially. Uh, the bye weeks are going to be a huge, huge catch-up point for rookies, um, as long as it's not like a COVID-enforced bye, because if that happens and you can't practice, then you're kind of fucked. But yeah. um, we saw DeAndre Swift do really well after a bye. I think we might see things where, like, you know, Henry Ruggs gets involved after the bye. Um, who else was on bye in this past week mm-hmm. we had? Um, New Orleans, I don't know who they really have. But Chargers, maybe we see a little more Josh Kelly. I don't know. Like, Herbert should look pretty good. He's, he's already looked great. Um, don't really have much of Seattle to go with there. But, like, after this, maybe, like, you know, Colts are on by. Maybe we see Jonathan Taylor get more involved. Then this would be a great time for the Ravens to work in Dobbins more. Um, right. Obviously, obviously, Dolphins working in Tua. Um, and with the Vikings, we see Justin Jefferson already heavily worked in. So I think that's something to kind of keep track of as, you know, we get into this really, you know, weird, we had this really weird offseason. Like, this, like, this, the bio weeks are going to be some of like, the most like intensive times the rookies have had with their teams. So True. True, true. But that's just kind of where my head is on that. But moving on to we had Green Bay at Tampa. So I uh, I got to watch the first little bit of this game, and then we went off to the wedding. So I saw Green Bay get up by 10, <laughs> and then I you know had to leave. And then I checked the score a little later. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> so um, you want to walk me through what happened here? Um, I mean, they put a lot of pressure on Aaron Rodgers. They were in his face the entire game and he threw a pick six and I don't know. They just kind of snowballed from there, man. I almost picked Tampa when I was doing my Saturday night revisions here where I, I switched a few picks around and took like the Niners and whatnot. I almost picked Tampa. And then I thought, you know, Aaron Rodgers is still angry and it's going to happen all year. Like, let's see what happens. But the running, the running game was a very good matchup for them. And that was sort of a big reason why I was less confident in green Bay was just the running game matchup was seriously in favor of Tampa here. Yeah. So I got to go back and watch some like highlights and little bits of games. Rojo, Uh, like, like he and Josh Allen, like as far as most improved goes, like Rojo has been so much better, dude. Holy shit. Like he showed it at the end of last year, some, but the team wasn't good enough to like really like make it a thing. But like, I feel like you just got to keep Fournette as just the backup or, like, maybe, like, passing down or something. Because, like, Ronald Jones looks really good. Like, he he has put it – he has learned how to play NFL running back. And, like, I don't know if we thank Peyton Barber or, like, who we, you know, (laughs) 
who we thank for that as far as like learning it made the running backs coach. I don't know who the running backs coach was, but like sometimes you see these guys that like don't have it all put together and they'll play with a veteran running back and like kind of like piece it together. But well, the line is better. That too. Like the, the team, the team's better. better. The offense is better. They've got like enough there, like given situations to run. Yeah. Right. But yeah, I mean, if you, especially if you draft it after the Fournette thing and you've got Rojo, he's been like a godsend for your team. So. Oh yeah. That, cause like I got to like, I didn't get to watch a whole lot from this game, but I did get to see like a lot of the Rojo bits. I'm like, he looks a lot better. And the team's yeah. getting him open running lanes too. I know. I told Aunt, uh, our friend Andy, I told him, that uh, Rojo is going to have a way better week than Mike Davis. Mm-hmm. Matchup, did. baby. That was a yeah. That was all matchup. Yeah, I think like good teams, like because I mean, if you get behind on Green Bay, it's a little tough. But like, I mean, with like yeah, the good teams, like the running backs, will be a solid spot against Green Bay. So yeah, they're still, they're still bad against the run. Mm-hmm. And then uh, who who was the pick six? It was the like, Jamel Dean, right? Because I, I saw the pick six. I think it was him. That sounds right. Yeah. So, like, did like I said, I haven't gotten to watch the Packers side of this game much yet. Um, as far as like after the first quarter, did he just like play like ass after that or something or what? Hold on, I'm reading. There might have been a positive report on uh, uh, positive test in Vegas. Uh oh. Uh oh. Hold on. Oh gosh. I'll keep looking. Hold on. What was your question? So, like, I saw that Rogers threw the pick six. And then right. I, I didn't get to I didn't get to watch much of the game after that. I haven't got a chance to go like, watch the replays on this one because I've just been like going in order on stuff. Um, at least on the Packers side of it, because the highlights were mostly Bucks side. <laughs> um, so did Rodgers just like play like shit after the pick six, or like what was it? Um, it was kind of a combination of like he just kind of was getting pressured on every single play. Gotcha. Yeah, the, uh, the Tampa yeah. defense is solid. Like. It really is. I mean, their secondary has improved greatly from last year, yeah, and their pass rush is very good. They're very good against the ground game. Yeah, like Jamal Dean has been playing lights out, and that's part of, part of some of my worry against uh, with, the, with the Raiders' chances this coming week. But, yeah, I mean, have, like, the, the rush, the, the interior pass rush they're getting is bonkers, too. Obviously, you know, no Vita Vea hurts, but who'd, um, who did they acquire? They just got Steve McClendon. That's right, yeah. I, I For some reason, I can't remember his name. It's just, like, too plain. I don't know. Yeah, he's very good. He was with the Steelers for most of his career where he was just, like, a – he's like Snacks Harrison Light. Mm-hmm. He's just really good in plugging well, up the, the middle. Locale Snacks. <laughs> locale Snacks. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he'll be an immediate fill-in there for Vita Vea. Uh, their run defense is still going to be really good. He's a good piece to add. Yeah, but um, it's uh Trent Brown, by the way, who tested positive. Oh, that's no good. Yeah, I mean, hopefully it's a. We could only hope it's a false positive. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, if he's out, the Raiders so lose. Oof! Yeah, that's not good. Because he was like one of my conditionals previously, like as far as to see, like against because he was out against Buffalo and that like you know they were fucked after that. Yeah. So. Yeah, um, yeah. Next up, we had uh, speaking of fucked, uh, the Niners and Rams. This went. I didn't expect this blowout. Like you were thinking, the San Fran would play up at least a little better, but like, right? I, I didn't see this coming. I didn't see it being a blowout. I saw the Niners winning in an upset, but it's still being relatively close. They just played a lot better. Um, this was a little unexpected. 
I mean, so yeah, I mean, my reasoning here was, you know, the Rams have kind of coasted with their schedule. They're, they were four and one with their four wins being the NFC East. Yeah, like that's <laughs> all of their wins were the NFC East. They, they've played Washington, the Giants, Philly, and um, the, the Cowboys, and they've beaten all of them. Those are their four wins. I looked at that. I'm like, wait, the Niners are better than all of these teams, even with half their roster on IR. So I don't know, a divisional matchup. I like this is a must-win game for San Fran after they mm-hmm. just got embarrassed by Fitzmagic the week before. I kind of trusted them to play pretty hard and uh, give the Niners a tough one here. But yeah. the Niners, yeah, the the Rams just look flat. Yeah, that was a good call um, on on the Raiders thing. So I guess they sent home just took all their starting linemen just because they were all like up the closest to Trent Brown. So we'll find out more. Um, so he's gonna go on the COVID list. Did he test positive, or was he, like, just around someone who was on the – let's see. Okay, yeah. So, uh, so Joey Sly, the Panthers kicker with a porn star name, and Trent Brown uh, are on the COVID-19 list, um, not because of a positive test, but because of close contact per source. So, I guess we'll find out. So, they were near someone that tested positive. Maybe. I heard, like, they were, like, in a situation where they could be exposed. I don't know the exact – reasons teams put all their players on this list like like what what where in the world is where i like right armstead like oh no brown brown tested positive oh he did okay yeah he sent the rest of the line home because they were the ones in the most contact with trent brown gotcha sorry i was like reading back through Schefter, and one of the things he tweeted was that like it wasn't a positive test so i guess there's more and he was positive okay All, all it says here is brown might not be the only one sitting out sunday Oh gosh, that's man. not good. All right, I'm probably gonna hit the box now. Um, yeah, <laughs> damn, that sucks. Yeah, I mean, this would be. I mean, they already had their buy too, so they're kind of fucked. Um, we will see, but um, for now, so back to uh, last week, we had Kansas City at Buffalo. Uh, kind of went sort of how expected. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not you know, not a blowout, but Kansas City gets the double. Yeah, they got to down. I mean, it's about. Pretty straightforward game. Um, nothing yeah. like nothing. They're not ton to gather from it. Um, you can run on the Bills. Yeah, and tight ends versus Bills still it's the thing. Oh, yeah. obviously it's Kelsey, but he balled out as expected. Um, I was hoping to see more Zach Moss. He is, he was healthy for the first time, so this was that was sort of his first game with them, like since his I think his first week. Yeah, I was Which, hoping to see a little more of him, but I guess maybe they're easing him in slowly. Yeah, I get one thing I will say though. They need to. Uh, let Josh Allen like run more, not like let him. Like he ran some last week, but like the ru- the running back running game is not like working that well, whether of line or the running backs themselves. But mm-hmm. like Josh Allen, I feel like is their most effective runner a lot of times. So like, they need to get him like a little bit more design run stuff going. I don't know because like I don't oh. really want to protect him, but he he's like he almost like needs to taste blood to like get going. I don't know, but. Yeah, he needs to get his feet moving. I mean, that's one of his best attributes, so I feel like that's something they need to work in more, which I feel like they will, but... Oh, they will, yeah. this week especially. Yeah, McDermott's oh. a good coach. Dable is pretty solid, so I have confidence that they'll fix it. But uh, last game we had was Arizona-Dallas, which I... This game went sideways because, again, Dallas turned it over at the start. Zeke's had a lot of fumbling issues to start the year, which is kind of surprising just because, like, he hasn't been a fumbler. Yeah, and it's not like... Uh, it's been a huge problem for him his first couple yeah, of years. He's fumbled as much as the next guy, but not more. Yeah, maybe it's just variants hitting really hard and like 
they're coming in bunches. Like, I don't think I don't think it's like in his head. I think it's just like because one of them I I didn't get to see the I didn't get to see the one where like Dalton like got it to him late and it was like kind of an awkward sequence where he didn't get the, get the ball put away. But I, I didn't get to see the other one. Yeah, I mean, it, the second one happened right after the first one. Gotcha. He ran up the middle, and some guy just punched it out. Yeah, but I trust him to fix it. But what I don't trust is Dallas in general. Um, <laughs> so I picked him to win. My reasoning was I thought Dalton wouldn't be it, a like reason to like kill this team. But what I didn't take into account was how much Dak was hiding the offensive line injuries. Um the line yeah. is very hurt. They lost. Didn't they lose another one during this game too? I don't, is there another one they could have lost? Yeah, who, their one starter left. I think he got hurt during this game. Like, you know, he got concussed maybe? I don't remember what it was. but Let's see. Dak, Dak was kind of hiding some of the – not kind of. He was heavily hiding some of their offensive line woes. And um, Dalton was not able to. Like we, We've seen Dalton with good O-lines and bad O-lines, and we know kind of how it goes. I don't even know who their left tackle is because the backup Brandon Knight is out for Tyron Smith, who's out. Their center Joe Looney's out, so the rookie center Tyler Biadas or Biadas is in. Let me try to take into it because I feel like I remember someone's gotten me getting hurt. Um, oh, Zach Martin got concussed. Oof! Oh my God, that line is decimated. Yeah. So One, like two, three, four, five. like Dalton behind a decimated O line. Like I didn't fully account for that. <laughs> So, because like he looked solid at the end of last game, but I mean, in Arizona Five potentially without, six linemen hurt. Yeah, and like Arizona without uh, Chandler Jones, right? Wasn't he out? I feel like, yes. Right, yeah, yeah so, he was out. You think okay, they would should be able to? Was he out? I can't remember. Is he on? I forget what his stats. He was, was out. That's why that Buda Baker was so important. They put him as the oh, pass on, oh yeah, Chandler Jones is on IR. That's right. So, um, yeah, he thought he would. Dalton be okay, but it was just a rough game. Like I said, get, they got behind and it let Arizona kind of do their thing. So, yeah, that bomb to Christian Kirk, though, dude, oh I, I saw goodness. that. Kirk, Christian Kirk, the fact that he like reached out to catch that and didn't lose a step was absurd. Because like, oh my god, like most receivers, if they catch that, they like lay out for it, secure it, just secure the catch. Don't you know, stay upright and house it. Like that was absurd. It literally like hit him perfectly in stride, going you know twenty miles an hour. Yeah, because when I was watching, it looked like it was like maybe like a foot ahead, but Kirk like extended for it perfectly. Yeah, the way he caught it too with his fingertips, yeah. it was like he it's caught so nice. it along its own like trajectory and yeah. like flooped into him. Oh my god! Yeah, the fact so that cool. he like, didn't lose a single step catching that was nuts. That was impressive. Kyler Murray threw nine passes or had nine completions. They torched him by 38. <laughs> yeah, like that. The stat line for Kyler was fucking hilarious here. Yeah, that was an old school Russell Wilson stat line. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. But, um, yeah, kind of a fucky week we had. And we've got maybe a little less fucky this week, but some good stuff coming up. 